the wellness business you want now. While your clients attain the wellness they want, guaranteed. You already have what it takes. You just need to know how to use it. Build the Wellness Business You Want host Mo Orlovsky was in the wellness business for more than three decades before founding websites mo-well.com and i-we.co, the web hub for wellness professionals like yourself. Mo is dedicated to sharing the tools you need to build the wellness business you want because she knows you already have what it takes. You just need to know how to use it. Build the wellness business you want starts now. Welcome, everybody, to episode IWPP302, iWe.co business tip. In the last episode, IWPP301, I pointed out it's a good idea to remove the word just. Removing this one word from the vocabulary when helping people move toward the wellness they want creates a win-win. If you didn't catch that episode, head over to IWPP301 when you're done. Today, we're moving from one word to two phrases. The two phrases that absolutely kill a session. Yes, totally wipe it out. Now, it's one of those 60-second things that once you hear the concept, changes everything because it was brought to your attention. The valuable tip when it comes to helping those who want wellness came about when I was working with a practitioner during their practitioner session where they can bring client information for help on where they feel stuck or unsure of suggestions on what to help their client with next. Now I was listening to the practitioner recognize how now they could see the three blunders while they were making them, and they were working really hard on eliminating them. This is great. Knowing the blunders has given them the empowerment to see where retaining a client gets derailed. So valuable to building a wellness business is the ability to know where the retainment, the second stage in phase one, establishment, building the wellness business you want process. Now, this was going well, they pointed out, but a different frustration was arriving for those who were retained. That is the second stage of the first phase of building the wellness business you want process during establishment. There's the retained client, and they were pointing out a frustration that was developing. They were attaining new clients, but now, those who retained those sessions seemed to be petering out after 20 minutes. There was a person in particular. Wow, I was thinking in my head, how is that happening? I mean, it took great effort for me to ever finish with clients on time. And I asked the practitioner to describe the session to me. Now, before I go further into my tip, I want to point out three things. First, Connecting to and listening to this practitioner is bringing me just as much value as I will be able to offer them during this session. This is why I keep pushing you in every email, every post, every course, every 
podcast for you to connect with minimally three practitioners or professionals in the wellness field regardless of the commonality of your expertise. Actually, the more diverse, probably even better. But you should not get hung up on experience or the field of expertise because I'm showing right now that I'm learning from listening to this brand new practitioner. I am learning items that can be helpful with practitioners like yourself. Win, win. And you know, that is what I am all about. So today, schedule it, share the free resources, chat about them. Even if you started this whole process way back, this particular episode is showing you that someone brand new is helping me, someone three decades, understanding what is needed. Any exchange with wellness practitioners will be beneficial. You want the support. You don't want to be isolated. So that's the first thing. The second thing I wanted to point out is again how attain and retain the first two stages of the establishment phase of building the wellness business you want will overlap. Knowing The overview of the two phases and the three stages in each and the bio-individual processes that make up each is helping this practitioner know that eliminating the three blunders in the first stage of establishment doesn't have to be perfected before moving on to the second stage in the establishment phase, right? So in the first stage, and if you don't know this already, you're going to want to go to the whole series, the free course that I have. But in that first phase, you're still practicing how to eliminate the three blunders while working to identify those who you've retained, the identify here process. Again, if you haven't gone through the Build a Wellness Business, you want one-on-one email course series, it's totally free. It walks you through the very steps it takes to help top-notch clients find you so that you can attain them then you're going to move to retaining them. Be sure you visit i-we.co, sign up for the free resources, actually the exact URL where you can sign up to get this particular course in your inbox is www.i-we.co forward slash build dash the dash wellness dash business dash you dash want forward slash. So basically you're going to i-we.co, you're doing a forward slash and build the wellness business you want, placing a dash in between each of the words. Easy enough. Thing three, like in the podcast episode IWPP301, I'm going to point out words to remove while you're working with clients. The last podcast, I explained the value of removing just the one word from your vocabulary when helping people toward the wellness they want. This time, it's actually two phrases you should remove. And I'm sure you're guessing the practitioner used these two phases, which of course is exactly how this podcast came about. So phrase one, at the onset of the session, the practitioner asked the client, how are you doing? What you are asking is wrong with that. Well, nothing when it comes to being polite and nothing during the gather phase of identify here process. As a matter of fact, that phrase, how are you doing, is very effective during that time. But everything is wrong with it if you're trying to help your client move toward the wellness they want during the stage three of phase one, where you are mostly done with the identify here and beginning finding point A. This statement, how are you doing, usually produces a very short list of things that are still wrong. 
And that focus is self-defeating for you and for them. So what should you do instead? Prepare by pulling out your notes and having handy three to four accomplishments that you have noted. My process, I always made a copy at the end of the last session of their head-to-toe piece of paper, so you can download that in your PDFs um, in the course, or the Identify Here course. So I made a copy of where they were last session. I put it on the top so that at the next session, I already had what they had given me were their accomplishments, and I added to that one, made the copy, and this kept going on every time that I would meet with someone. So. If I needed help starting, I would say, let's go head to toe. And I'd have the previous head to toe sheet from gather in my identify here. This means the beginning of the session, by getting into the practice of catching up head to toe, they started to realize, oh, they needed to be thinking head to toe because this is something that we would be doing. Mentioning one or two items, not all four that you prepare, just one or two of them to get started. The last time we met, you liked this, or you found that that or this happened to be effective. Catch me up by going head to toe. Once you've done this a few times with them, they'll begin to think head to toe and come to the session, and you'll just literally say, why don't you catch me up? And they'll go through head to toe. Let me just give you an example of what this all means. So this particular, I'm gonna use a client that happened to be parents of, of an autistic child, um, who was on multiple medications, very constipated. That particular child has regular bowel movements every single day, is off all medications. Now, if I were to meet with them, I know this for 100% sure, if I were to ask, how is Charles doing? The focus and the answer would be, well, he's had this issue in school, the behavior at home is this, we need to get him to be more responsible, the anxiety is here or there. The list would go on because people have the tendency to create a negative list that they want fixed before they would come to see me. This overwhelms me and them. I mean, which should I address first? Not to mention they just made a list of items that could make them think, why are they doing the work to begin with? Now, if I begin the session on the other hand with, okay, I've got the head-to-toe sheet in front of me. Last time we were feeling confident that off the medications, starting with the head and some of his mood, Charles also continued to go to the bathroom. There were six reports during that last month of excellent behavior, more self-awareness, and awareness of others from the school teachers and aides. So let's go through and see where we are today. This beginning typically would foster the response of them thinking through what other items have improved. For example, in this case, headaches were reduced, use of a supplement went really well, the willingness to eat fruit, um, which he had never done before, was amazing. We get the tone started off as to what has improved. We get to the other things that are not moving forward, but we do this after we've laid down some groundwork to revisit items where progress is being made. I also repeat the progress being made during the session. For instance, sleep issue is consistently still there. My response would weave in, yep, you know what, just like with the headaches, the constipation can contribute to the endocrine system and slowly as he continues not to be constipated, the body will adapt. His new bio-individual terrain will be moving into that direction. We're just gonna keep tracking 
And in the meantime, we can try a few more things to try and improve the sleep while the body is adapting because going and finding point A by adding the essentials takes time for the body to adapt. So there we go. We have now addressed something that is still continuing in a positive light because in conjunction with something that they have already experienced that has resolved, that resolved issue can help bring them toward the next goal or one of the other goals that they wanted. You see? So what you want to do is walk them through and choose what the next thing they would like to try that you've already prepared when it comes to that major goal and still is focused on the essentials that were missing. Again, it's all in the Want Wellness transcripts and the course, the Finding Point A. Now this leads us to the second phase to get rid of in a session with any retained client. What did you do? What did you get done? What did you accomplish? What do you think the words are that we need to get rid of? What did you? That phrase, what did you? This places a person on the spot, whether you intend it to or not. When someone accomplishes a task or an item, the two of you discuss, they will volunteer it, I promise you, right? They will say, oh, I tried this, or I did that, it was great. And I also guarantee you, if it didn't work, they're likely to volunteer that that thing you gave me didn't work. <laughs> I mean, that's really the way that it works. The things that work, they accomplish. The thing you give them, that usually doesn't work. But that's for other conversations. This is the opening that you say instead of what did you. You can say, tell me about, or what are the details what are your thoughts on, what were the aspects of the thing that we picked out last time that really worked for you? How would you change it? What are your thoughts on why or how it did or didn't work for you? Then you listen, you take notes, you refrain from any judgment at all. You just take it in. Now, in this conversation I was having with the practitioner, she brought a really great fact up. In her training, she was taught to lean in and give the person a task to do and then find out what they did when they came back because time was limited and then she would slap on the next thing. If they didn't accomplish it, well, then they had accomplished that first. That's not how we work. We lean back. A top-notch client will begin thinking for themselves. They'll begin offering more to your sessions you just need to help them let, the know, let them know that they can lead the sessions. It does take a while, and that's why I gave you the phrases to replace. Because they're used to taking instructions and then avoid going back, right? Because they don't want to be embarrassed. But if you help guide them, if you open up and lean back and embrace the process, you remind them that you support them and support their goals. And if they do want wellness, you just keep revisiting what that is to them. Lean back, let them lean in. When they're stuck, pull out your cell education and apply what they're working on to the self-care process. Know what that is for their goal. They will feel heard. You will empower them with more self-care education and reignite the next steps. There is no failing. You are there for them, ready to help them care for themselves or figure out what's keeping them 
from caring for themselves because they're saying it out loud. They're thinking it through. This is totally different than assigning them to do's for them to reach their goals and then them dropping off. You help them explore all the self-care ways that can help them finding their point A. You need to express that to them. All top-notch clients who've heard your one focus presentation or read Want Wellness transcripts know this is the process you are taking with them. That is what makes a top-notch client. And a top-notch clients are the ones who help you build the wellness business you want. You have to help them get comfortable with the processes. Win, win. So in closing, get rid of how are you and what did you? Replace it with having one to two areas of success to begin with from last time. Last time we recognized this and that. What else can we add? Let's go head to toe. These are all places that help to warm up the conversation. And this will help the top-notch client continue to move forward and give you what you need to know for the next one to two areas of prep for the next time. So you know which essentials to focus on and get the education ready in case there is a lull that can help lead to their goal-specific work. You got this. You can contact me at any time on i-we.co contact page. If you've got some great session starters, send them off to me there so we can share. All right, everybody. I'll see you next time. You are needed. So don't wait to get more ducks in a row. Gather more information, more big systems in place. Head over to the i-we.co website for resources that will help you do all that along the way. Subscribe to Build the Wellness Business You Want posts and podcasts. Use today's Build the Wellness Business You Want episode information, putting it into action. Building the wellness business you want. That way, you'll be ready for the next episode. You already have what it takes. Now, take what you learned today and use it.